Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the first ever Authentic Person podcast. I am your host, Paul Faria, and I am so excited to have this show today. What is the Authentic Person podcast? Why does it exist? And why now? And what can we expect to cover over the course of the episodes that we have in mind. First of all, just let me say, I'm nervous as heck right now. I think the entire morning I have been thinking to myself, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to just hit the record button. And then every time between then and now, I've literally been thinking to myself, you don't have to do this, you can't do this, you won't do this, Um, this isn't gonna happen, it's not the right time, it's not the right setup. And so I just want to get that out there because I feel like calling out what happens within you is the way to free yourself from it. So I feel like as I'm saying that out loud, I am freeing myself from it because I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit overthinking this intro. I'm a little bit overthinking myself. I'm a little bit questioning if this is something that I should be doing or if this is something that I should even be putting out there. So the fact that I can call that out and become aware of it, it kind of makes this tightness in my chest kind of so I can just sink into the moment and um, be myself instead of overthinking everything that I'm going to say. This is the Authentic Person podcast. Why the Authentic Person? It really stems from two years ago. I was in the midst of uh, my sales career when I thought to myself, is this something that I want to be doing? You know, when you're in sales or when you're involved in any kind of opportunity, you want to, especially in the personal development realm, you really want to kind of construct this ego of self-talk and visualization and build this idea of success. Now, as you build this idea of success and what this success means to you, um, you try to match your actions, your belief systems, and your thinking to this idea of success. And to me, up until this point, success was always multi-millions of dollars a year, owning a very successful business, having autonomy, time freedom, money freedom, all those things, having a Lamborghini, even though I really don't like cars, um, but having a Lamborghini or a Mercedes or, or whatever the car was, I flitted back and forth between what I wanted. And so I I built the concept of myself around getting those things. Before bed, I would talk to myself. You're amazing. You're energized. Everybody loves you. Everybody wants to buy from you. You're making money hand over fist. All your dreams are coming to reality. And on a certain level, I needed to believe these things. I needed to believe that this is what I wanted. I needed to believe that this is what I was meant to do. Because if I doubted that in any level, if I doubted that sales in general was even the path for me, then I knew that I would basically create a crack in the foundation where the universe wouldn't bend to my will. So I almost needed to convince myself that that was what I needed to do. Now, how does the Authentic Person podcast come out of that? Well, basically, being in sales, I found myself saying and doing 
a lot of things that given the choice I wouldn't do now looking back on it what do you mean given the choice you always have a choice you're right if you think that but at the time there is no choice really it's you got to say these words if you want to be successful you need to do these things if you want to be successful you can choose not to do them but to choose not to do them is to basically say i don't want to be successful so i was saying things and doing things that i didn't believe in that i didn't feel like embodied me and there was a certain drive there was a certain mission there was a certain behavior set that was being driven by the mind where i could feel it up here in my head feel it in my temples feel it in my forehead feeling it feel it in the center of my head but in my heart and in my gut there was a tension and a tightness and something that really looking back on it i labeled it as holding me back okay that is the point of this podcast that is the point right there. It's such a simple yet subtle distinction. What's in my head versus what's in my gut. Because I will tell you, up until recently, um, I just we just had a big move to Indiana, lived in Massachusetts all my life. And so getting acclimated to Indiana... Uh, I took a remote sales position and I was really struggling with it. And so I called up some authorities on the subject in the area and I was asking them about what it would take to get into their sales training program, anything that I could do to help accelerate my results and become a better salesperson. And one of the things that was mentioned as a result of this training is that your emotions are liars. Your emotions are are liars and you need to find a way to overcome them your emotions are rooted in fear and they're going to hold you back and when I heard those words it took me back to all the sales training that I had been having from basically 2010 2011 up until now so an eight-year span where if you feel fear, that is the small part of you trying to hold you back. Now, I took that as gospel. I took that as truth for that entire seven, eight year span. But how could I explain, if that was really the case, how could I explain this gut feeling, this feeling that would not let go? Was that something to be ignored? Was that something to be overcome? Was that something to be moved on from? Or is that the guiding light? And why that question feels so earth-shattering is because that is a fundamental truth that I hold in my head. Emotions are liars. I ingrained it and ingrained it and ingrained it and ingrained it 
until I believed it. Distrust your emotions. Distrust your body. Your body is primitive. Distrust it. Now, I'm hoping to get into all this because this topic and this subject matter truly excites me. Um, and this is where it comes from. So the moral of the story is authentic, authenticity. What is that? You know, you're told, if you read enough books especially, you're told, what is your, what is your idea of success? And almost every single time you read one of these books, you hear the advice, what is it that you did when you were a child, when you played, when you were playing and you lost track of time, and when you were doing this thing, you could do it all day, do it forever, and you'd just be totally blissed out. What was that? Connect to that again, and that will give you insight into what you should be doing with your life. You always hear that kind of advice. And so authenticity, authenticity. Even just making this podcast, I'm under the impression that if I come right out and say, I am terrified, I am so scared of doing this, I'm I'm probably going to screw this up. I don't know if I'm doing a good job. I don't know if this is something that other people will want to listen to. I don't know if this is even anything that I'm going to want to keep doing. I don't know if I'm executing this right. This sounded totally different in my head than it does out loud. And I, maybe I should stop. When I say that out loud, there is this old personal development training, clean, clear cut training that says, no, you got to be so well rehearsed. You got to know what you're saying. You got to have a mission. You got to have an objective and you got to be polished. And that's what people will be drawn to is that polished impression you're going to give them. Okay, so try your best to be perfect. Try your best to be on point. Try your best to really uh, puff out your chest and put your best foot forward or be real. I don't know about you. I don't know about anybody else. Maybe this is something in my head. I've had this impression, maybe earlier than my sales training days, but at least for the past eight years, I've had this impression that being real, saying what's in my heart and what's really on my mind, being real is not enough. Being real is not going to get me to success. Being real is not going to make other people drawn to me. You know, because you kind of get this thing, especially in sales, and I keep going back to sales, and hopefully we can unpack this so I don't sound like a like I'm running on a hamster wheel here. Um, but going back to sales, you, you wanted to have this aura about you that you were the man, or, or woman, but me speaking, I was the man. I wanted people to look at me and say, he knows his stuff. He's a guy that I want to go to. He's a guy that I want to be like. So you want to embody that. Even if you're taking on qualities and traits, that might not come naturally to you. And I wanted to be like other people. And somewhere along the way, I got wanting to be like them for trying to be them deeply and thoroughly confused. And so 
when I started to open up my mind to that, when I started to give myself permission to say, what do I really think? You know, because along this journey, you're taught, push out the negative, drown out the negative, drown out the negative, drown out the negative. It's all about the positive. It's all about the positive. You or whatever you think you attract into your life, whatever you think you create, it kind of creates this fear of if I ever have a negative emotion, and, and by the way, that's just a label. If I have this thought, I'm a bad person. If I have this thought, I'm not disciplined enough. I'm not good enough. If I was really successful, I wouldn't be having this thought. So the fact that I'm having this thought means I'm not cut out for success. And that sounds like really extreme, but you'd be surprised if you really listen to the thoughts in your head, how sometimes, I don't want to say immature, unmatured they are. You know, we look at a little kid and we're like, depending on the age, oh, that's so cute. Oh, look how unadulterated they are. You know, look how unfiltered they are. We're like, well, I'm an adult. I'm a little more filtered. I'm a little bit more, you know, clean cut in my image. We have thoughts that are all over the place, right? We have thoughts that go from immature, purely emotional, and then we do have those well-developed thoughts. But I thought that I was a bad person based on the thoughts that I thought, or a good person, either way. And so I'm rambling now. But anyway, the point is, what happens if we start to unlock who we really are? What if it's not about becoming somebody else? What if it's about becoming more of you? What if that is the key? Hmm. In this society, it's all about aiming for an expectation or a guideline that somebody else has set out for us. What if we're, the way we're wired, we're truly authentically not aligned for that path, whatever it is. There is so much to unpack right now, and I want to go down so many different rabbit holes here, but I do want to keep this first episode really condensed and short, just to kind of get the message across of what is the authentic person. There are so many underlying assumptions that we carry around with us every single day of our lives. There are so many beliefs that we live our lives through that we don't even know. And I hate to say the word holding us back because that's, again, another definition. And that means different things to different people. But what would life be like? if we didn't resist everything that was going on within us and around us, what would life be like if we didn't judge ourselves and instead shined a light of recognition and awareness on ourselves and allowed ourselves to transcend? The original logo that I had 
picked out for the cover art for this podcast was a butterfly because in listening to Kyle Cease, um, who's a transformational comedic speaker, one of the analogies that he made to transformation that I really connected with is that process of going from a caterpillar to a butterfly, right? You're in the cocoon of transformation where you're going from a caterpillar to a butterfly. And in the butterfly stage, you're more free. You have more opportunity and you can see more than you would as a caterpillar. What if the questions that I'm going to raise in this podcast are going to be questions that give us permission to go within? What if there are things that you are uniquely designed to do that if you just honed into those things, you would unlock avalanches of abundance? But because you try to fit yourself in a square bot or a, you know a square peg in a round hole, because you try to fit yourself in somebody else's definition of the world, because you try to fit yourself in somebody else's box, and it might run as deep as you thinking it's a box that you've created, something that you think you need to be versus something that you actually are. What would happen then? So for me, for example, I thought I needed to be rich because I looked at my upbringing and I looked at different things, impactful moments in my life, and I thought the answer to that never happening again is becoming rich. And I went to school, I went to university to basically be a creator. I wanted to be a movie director. And while I do think that that path genuinely is not for me, there was something to the creative piece to it. But because I labeled that uh, path and judged that path as a slow-moving path, as a path that wouldn't lead me anywhere significant, I took myself out of the running. Furthermore, I said to myself, the fastest path to becoming rich is sales. I've got a good personality generally. I can get along with people generally. I can just do sales, maximize on my personality, and become a multimillionaire. Boom. Problems solved. But as I'm coming to figure out through meditation, through introspection, through questioning, notice the shirt. You can't see this on the podcast, but you can see it in the video. Question everything. Don't just question if you really like strawberries or not. Because, hmm, when you were a little kid, you taught that you needed to eat strawberries because strawberries are good for you. Even though you didn't really like them, you, you still ate them because you thought you needed to or you'd get sick and die if you didn't. I don't know, something stupid like that. And then you say, wait a minute, I'm not going to die if I don't eat strawberries. There's plenty of other food I can eat. Do I really need to eat strawberries if I don't like them? Huh, what a novel idea. I think I'm going to stop eating strawberries. Well... The same thing has happened on a larger scale. I thought that sales is the only path to success. Sales is the only path to wealth and riches. Hmm. But is that true? Is that actually the case? Has my sputtering in my sales career been a result of 
just incompetence? Or has my sputtering in my sales career been a result of misalignment of the process, misalignment of the responsibilities, misalignment of my calling? Hmm. We're going to talk about that in much more depth. And I've thrown around that word success a lot. What does success mean? I think we have this underlying assumption in our mind when we hear the word success. We intuitively, automatically think we know what it means. But what does it mean? What do you think success means? What is success? Is it something that you're striving for? Is it something that you're jaded by? What is success? And whose definition of success is it? It may not be one person. It may be a multitude of people. It may be a multitude of experiences that impressioned you in a certain way. But what is success versus what is fulfillment? Where does this idea come from about work specifically that work has to be hard has to be a grind has to be for money and we can't link what we're passionate about to work and still live an abundant life oh it's possible just not for me where do these ideas come from where do these ideas come from and do we truly have the power to choose differently do we truly have the power to shape our life Do we truly have the power to question things and unlock more for ourselves? Or do we just have to fit into what society and our culture has already laid out? Do we just have to try to find a way to fit into that path as best as we can and try to make it as best as we can? Or can we truly redefine and reframe the edges of what we think it means to live a life here and now? and expand our possibilities in our consciousness. So I guess that's what the Authentic Person podcast is. The Authentic Person is, what would you really say? What would you really do? Who would you really be if you were designing this life from the bottom up? If you weren't taking borrowed beliefs that you didn't really agree with, but you just accepted. Borrowed habits that you didn't choose, you just did because somebody else thought that they were valuable and instilled them in you. What if everything was up for grabs? What if you could design it all? Who would you be? What would you do? What would you say? Hey, I'm really nervous right now, and I don't know what to say but I'm excited to be here. Doesn't that level of openness and vulnerability on certain level give you some kind of permission to be open and vulnerable in return with me? Maybe not. Maybe it turns you off. Maybe you you don't like that. But I can tell you this right now, with this podcast finally coming into the world two years later is representing for me is that I'm tired of the bullshit. 
and not everybody might see it this way, but I can honestly tell you that in my sales days, it was a lot of BS. And what I energetically don't have tolerance for or time for is any more BS. It's what are we really, really doing here? What are we really, really going for? I got so tired of people standing up on that stage telling me about the kind of life they were living, the kind of success they were having, what, how to be successful just like them. And really underneath it was crap. Really underneath it was not a strong foundation of success. Some of the things that I learned and some of the truths that I found out along the way said to me, hey, this person standing up on the stage, they're talking a really good game. They're saying all the right things. But what's really going on behind the scenes is completely different. So why don't we just do ourselves a favor and cut the crap? Why don't we stop pretending about who we are, holding up this image of what we think we need to be? And why don't we really get down to the nitty gritty? Isn't it easier to stay consistent if you're doing things that are in alignment with you? If you're doing things that... Like, if you can just be honest, instead of telling tiny white lie here, tiny white lie there, tiny white lie here, and trying to keep it all together, for what? Who are you trying to impress? What are we trying to do here? What are we doing? This identity that I held up for so long was like a house of cards. It was more work holding up the identity than it was actually going out and doing my job every day. Man, and now I can feel it. Now I'm starting to get fired up. Now I'm actually tapping in. I've been fired up the whole time. I've just been kind of confused about how to convey it. Not really sure if it's appropriate how to convey it, but now I can feel myself really starting to get fired up and I can feel the mission starting to come through this. What's really exciting to me is that I had so much doubt about this process. Is that, man, I'm trying, I'm sitting out on my deck a beautiful, beautiful day and I'm trying to read this book and all I can think about is just, doing this first step, just getting it out there. And this is going to be totally imperfect. On the podcast, you're probably going to hear my spit flying. You're probably going to hear my hands moving. I'm probably going to cover my mouth or speak too far away from from the recorder. It's not going to be perfect. The lighting could be off. My background could be crap. But just doing something that I felt in alignment with, just taking that step, this could be the last episode I ever do last video for this podcast that I ever do. But just taking the step, I have no idea how that is going to open me up to other steps that will then open me up and open me up and open me up. We don't have to have it all figured out now, but as we get clear on the illusions and start to see the illusions and then those illusions start to fade, what's left behind it is who we really are. It's scary, it's intimidating, it's confronting because there's a lot of crap that we've pushed away and pushed aside and basically have said to ourselves, I can't deal with you right now, I don't have time, I don't have the energy for this, I'm too afraid of this, I don't want to do this and we push it away and all that stuff wants to do is come to the surface so it can be seen, loved and let go so we can make space for who we really are. If you've got a room 10 feet by 10 feet and it is filled to the top with boxes and stuff everywhere. 
How can you possibly fit something else in? There's no room for it. You've got to take boxes out to make room for the new stuff. So in our mind, in our heart, in our body, in our gut, in our DNA, in our cells, we've got all this baggage, all these things. Some of it may not be negative. It doesn't have to be negative. It doesn't have to be bad. But we're still carrying around these assumptions, these beliefs, these ideas that act like shackles and chains to some chain post, whatever the hell you want to call it, we're chained to. And we can only go so far because we only can go as far as that chain will let us go. And once in a while, we'll read a good book, a change will happen in our lives, we'll have a realization, and all we're doing is adding a chain link to it. So now we can walk a few feet further. Well, what would happen if we saw that stuff, got to the core, got to the core, felt through our emotions, felt through this process, embodied the greatness that we actually are, made it normal for ourselves, and transcended and moved forward with our lives, and let go of that chain altogether. Part of the reason why we won't let go of that chain is because we believe we need it. It's a sense of security, and we value security based on what we've been taught or what we believe about the world around us. What if we let go? What if we transform? What if we transcend that? What if we do it together? What if we do it out loud? What if we stop having fear of sounding stupid, which is what I was afraid of before I set up the camera. I can't believe I actually set up the camera. I cannot believe I actually pulled up this app. And I pulled up the app so that I had no choice but to do the podcast instead of voice recording it and uploading it. I put myself in a position to follow through. What's going to happen as a result? No idea. None. None. But what would happen if we did it out loud? So scared of looking stupid and foolish. But what if that's the key to unlocking more? What if that's the key to shedding this old skin? Nothing wrong with it. I love it. This old skin got me right here, right now. Got me where I am today. And I love where I'm at. But I can't help recognizing this feeling that there's more expanding to do. And some of the things that I'm carrying with me and taking with me may not be able to go with me to that next level. So here we are. It may sound stupid. It may be imperfect. It's not crazy edited. I don't have a script. Okay? I don't have a script. So I could be all over the place. It could be totally ridiculous. And it might not connect with you. I don't know. But I'm cool. I'm happy. I took action. That's what the authentic person is about. What this entire episode has just embodied, that, this is the authentic person. I sincerely hope you will join me. If you are listening to this podcast, if these words find you, I truly believe there is something in them for you. Whether it's, this is the, you stop and never listen again, or you keep listening and go along with me and even contribute and share your ideas. Something has been said that it's, it's either planted a seed, further the seed's development, or is really taking hold within you. Or it might just piss you off or annoy you or bore you and you may let go of it altogether. Whatever. I'm not attached to it. I'm just focused on growing and evolving. And hopefully doing out loud will hit somebody. That's a, that's a hope that my mind has, yes. But having the courage to do it. If, if Kyle sees, if Phil Town, if... You know, even back in the day, Tony Robbins or Dan, if they never get the courage and strength to share their ideas, 
then I'm, I'm personally less of a human for it. I've learned so much from these people over time that if they don't share their ideas and they don't take the leap and they don't take the step to sharing it, I don't know. The path would be different. So this is the first official episode of the Authentic Person podcast. I can feel the shackles coming off. I'm ready to keep going. We'll see where we go from here. I'm grateful for this opportunity. Thank you so much for being with me, especially if you stuck to the end. God bless you, Allah, bless, whatever you believe in, may be blessed. Thank you so much. And uh, cheers, cheers to the first episode.